Hello everyone, this is Dan Gordon of the Dan Gordon Podcast. Welcome back. So we are 15 days into the new year, and this is a great time to do a little checkup with yourself and to just see where you're at with with the goals that you said that you were going to plot out. This is the time about two weeks in yesterday is when they say typically that people quit doing the things they said they were going to do as far as New Year's goals are concerned. They say two year, two weeks is, is typically the mark to stop. So here's a good time to check with yourself and just be like, hey, where am I at? Why am I not doing push-ups like I said I would do every day? Why am I not working out? Why am I not eating right? Why am I not continuing to do the things that I said I was going to do? Why am I not worthy of the promises I keep to myself. Wow, that one actually kind of kind of stung me. I didn't mean to say that, but yeah, there's a couple promises I haven't kept with myself lately, and uh, I need to start respecting myself enough to keep them. That's an interesting way to look at it. Like, would you lie to somebody that you love? Then why would you lie to yourself if you love yourself? I think that's that's very interesting. Today, I'm going to talk about kind of like being the hero of your own story. I really want to get into the the hero's journey eventually, but I really need to do some more research on that. But today, I kind of compiled just a list of things that I think that will make you like the hero of your own journey, will help you accomplish some things based on uh, different books that I've read, different interviews that I've heard. I listen to a lot of good podcasts, and, and that's where I get a lot of ideas for my content. And I talk to a lot of people that, that know more than I do that help me just learn some more things. And that's, that's definitely an important principle. Talk to people who know more than you do. That's absolutely something important to do. The first thing that I... Uh, thought about was in, in order to accomplish anything, you need to plot a vision. You need to have some kind of map of the thing you want to do. And that's that begins with the questions like we asked it ourselves, like, what is it that I want to do? Why do I want to do it? And is it a feasible goal? And how am I going to accomplish it? It's a very comprehensive thing. And the more comprehensive it is, the better it is. Because if you make a goal and it's a vague goal, then you have the opportunity to be like to, to not really measure it. You can say like, well, I want to do this. And you don't put a date on it, then you can never say that you failed. But if you say that you want to do something and you say, well, I want to do this by 2022. On 2022, you can look back and you can see that you failed. And the whole time that shadow will be creeping up at you and it'll help keep you accountable to, toward your goal. So the, the, the first thing that I want to talk about is just make that vision. You only, you only go towards the things you see. Like when you're walking, you're only walking towards the things that you're looking at. I mean, sometimes you may glance around, but really to get somewhere, you have to know where you're going. You can't be looking down at your phone, just like texting and driving, or you're going to get in a car accident. You can't be looking around all over the place the whole time you're walking. You have to, you have to kind of charge towards your objective with your vision. And that's like the principle of having a vision and looking at a goal. The second thing I want to talk about is is make no excuses. We are in the excuse culture, as I like to talk about. Everybody's got an excuse. Everybody has a reason why they're not where they want to be. Everybody's oppressed. People think that that someone is in your way and that's why you're not where you want to be. That is just complete laziness and ridiculous. Like, 
the if you are oppressed, if you do have somebody pushing against you, that should be more reason to do something great with your life. That should be more reason to push towards a goal. That should be more reason to to overcome, not to sit there and with your head down uh, again with the vision, keep your head up, keep looking towards the thing you want to go, and do not make any excuses as to where you're, why you're not where you want to be. It's really it's it's completely up to you. Now, if you have a goal that's just out of out of reach and out of line, like there's something that you're not going to ever accomplish, well, then you maybe you need to change the goal. Maybe you need to start small to get to something big. You know, you can't say next month I want to be a movie star and you've never had acting classes or been to Hollywood or, or whatever. Maybe you're a really terrible actor and that's where you need to ask some people like, hey, uh, how's my acting skills, you know? There's another, the, the third one that I want to talk about is do not listen to the naysayers. Recently, I had a naysayer, and I almost started taking it real personal. Uh, the dude told me, he said, hey, how come you couldn't get your own life together? How come you needed help? And I know why I needed help. Everybody needs help. It's, it's a perfectly, if you don't get help, you're not going to get to where you need to go. We can never do anything great alone. But the way he was kind of saying it was like, oh, man. And then he started calling me a liar and all this stuff. And the dude has no idea who I am. But somehow it affected me. It just felt really personal personal. I didn't lash back, but like I could feel these feelings like, oh man, like why is this, why is this dude saying this stuff to me? Like who, like he doesn't know me, but that even made me more mad. And and I started feeding into that a little bit, you know, but I, I did, I did get through it and I did get over it and I did just kind of brush it aside eventually, but do not listen to those people. As we talked about before, there's going to be naysayers. There's going to be people who say you ain't worth this. You ain't worth that. You can't do anything. Uh, again, those people and along with the excuses should be propelling you forward. Do not listen to them. Don't even, don't even acknowledge what they're saying. Now there's a difference between a naysayer and a friend. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. The next thing is persevere through the challenges. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things that get in your way. There's going to be people who don't like you for your past. I've been facing that on my own a lot lately. A lot of people don't want to hire me. A lot of people don't want to give me an apartment because I'm a felon. They're like, oh, you're a loser. You're this, that, and the other. And it's like, it's a little bit degrading, but I'll tell you this. I recently, I recently got my first official job on paper. I was getting paid under the table for a while and it was at a restaurant. I never really wanted to work at a restaurant, never worked at a restaurant, but the experience of this dude accepting me and telling me, Hey man, I don't care about your past. I want to give you an opportunity. It really made me want to do it. It made me want to uh, do good at this job. And it also, it really encouraged me. I was like, man, there's good people out there. So all the different opportunities that, that the doors got closed in my face, Face, it made me feel really good that that all those opportunities got squashed so that I could meet a good person, tell me a good thing. And, and pretty much the same thing happened with my apartment. I just got a new apartment in the city and, and the lady was very accepting of me. The lady didn't care. She took me for who I was when she met me, not for who, what a paper says or what other people say about me. She took me at face value. Now, some people are, are going to have maybe someone in their life that, that hurt them this way or another, especially in relationships. So that those obstacles, there's, there's a reason they feel the way they do. And sometimes those people, you really have to, 
uh, go the extra mile to prove yourself to them if you're looking for a job, if you're looking for a relationship. But typically, there, I believe, honestly, I completely believe that anywhere you go, there are good people and there are bad people. There are people in between. Uh, you really don't need to change location to find good people. There's not some city where everybody's good. Now there's better cities and there's worse cities. But I've been a lot of places. I was in the Army. I moved around a lot when I was a kid. I've been, in, I've been in prison and met good people, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, man, everywhere I've been, there's, there's bad people, there's good people, there's stupid people, there's smart people. So it just, it really depends on what you're looking for, you know, and, and, and if, you got, if you got your mind open enough to see those people, and that goes back to excuses again, you can say, you know, everyone around me is worthless, is bad, is terrible, this is a terrible place to be, I can't get anywhere. Well, you're not getting anywhere because you're deciding that it are, you already failed. That goes with the excuses. You already decided that that you can't get anywhere because this 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 that or the other thing so that's that's just not true and that's really up to your mindset it's up to what you want to do it's up to who you want to be the next thing it sounds like the last thing the last thing was persevere through the challenges but this is an endure suffering I, I kind of put suffering in a different category because suffering is more of a uh, extreme maybe pain maybe loss a challenge is something you got to get around but suffering is, is losing something suffering is really really like that something that hurts or painful I had a, a, a mild experience of suffering the other day and it was really really interesting me and uh, my girlfriend we were talking about Job and suffering one of our favorite things to talk about and I had this terrible 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 pain in my tooth the very next night if you know the story about Job Job he he had he had gone through the worst kind of suffering ever because Satan basically challenged God and God said Job is going to endure through the suffering Job is going to be a righteous man I guarantee you whatever you throw at Job he's going to take it and they did it in increments first he took his, his stuff then he took his uh, his family and then he took his body and Job did not curse God he had a lot of questions he had to go through a lot of things but it was funny because me and my girlfriend we were talking about Job and the whole time uh, we, we were talking about him and then she tells me like kind of at the end she gives me a compliment she says hey Dane you're really good at suffering I've seen it you're a resilient person and I was like oh thank you that's really nice so at one o'clock in the morning I wake up and I'm in excruciating pain right after having that that conversation this is the way God works this is the way life works you think you think you're ready for something you're gonna get the challenge you're gonna get faced with with just some some kind of whatever you're talking about it seems like it happens to me every single time so I woke up I'm in excruciating pain worst pain ever in my life like a 15 out of 10 on the scale and I'm literally in tears and I'm like God come on are you serious we were just talking about this and I'm, I'm, I'm crying and I'm kind of laughing at the same time because it's ironic I'm like all right I'm not gonna curse you I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn my back on you because of a toothache it may sound small and minuscule and, and right now it is but in the moment it was not because it, it was so terrible and so painful and so what, what I did is I texted my girlfriend in the middle of the night she uh, she didn't she didn't wake up until like six or so so I'm sitting here with this pain and I said hey I really need some help uh, call me when you wake up. So she called me when she woke up. I said, hey, do you have any pain medication? Uh, I am in, I am in just in dire need. And she had some ibuprofen. And she came over here. She came over to my house and helped me and basically told me I wasn't alone and that I have people there that care for me. And 
learning that through the suffering and through the pain was worth the suffering and the pain. So typically, every, every time I've suffered, when I suffered through prison, when I suffered through losing my father, when I suffered through a minuscule pain, there's always just a little light at the end of the tunnel. There's always something that, that you get, some kind of gold nugget, but you have to look for it. Or you can sit there and just feel bad for yourself. You can feel bad for the suffering. You can feel bad for what it is that you're going through and you can never learn anything and you can just sit and wallow in your suffering forever and just be stuck there and that is the worst kind of prison that's the kind of prison that leads to addiction that's the kind of prison that leads to overeating that's the kind of prison which is also addiction that's the kind of prison that just leads to just living a dismal life sitting there and feeling bad for your circumstances that's something i'm always going to talk about just not feeling sorry for yourself the next the next thing was that I wrote down was any worthy vision helps mankind. So anything that you do that's worth doing, anything meaningful, anything that that has some kind of value to it is something that's going to add to other people's lives. Now that's a very, very broad spectrum, correct? Uh, construction that adds values to people's lives, that builds a home for somebody. If you prepare food for somebody, you're you're feeding people. It doesn't always have to be altruistic or just some great uh, thing. Anything you're doing, just look at it as you're adding value to somebody's life, and that makes what you're doing more valuable when you look at it that way. And it's not just a, a perception; it's the truth. It's reality. Whether and and you could you could be putting out a podcast. You could be uh, writing nice things, nice messages on. Facebook at a time where everyone's writing all this hateful, crazy stuff. You could be saying nice things for people to look at instead of political arguments. Unfortunately, more people want to see terrible things. That's why the media sells so well. than they do want to see good things. But I believe personally, anything that is meaningful, anything that gives you purpose is going to give back to other people somehow, some way. The next thing is, is definitely a little controversial, but my, my thing is to question everything. I'm not saying not to have faith. I have faith in God. I believe I, I have mostly Christian values, but I definitely question everything with a fine-tooth comb. That doesn't mean that I'm pessimistic. That doesn't mean that I, I, don't, I don't believe something. That doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, why are you doing this or why are you doing that? But question what people are saying and, and, and put it to the test. Test to make sure that it, that it lines up with, with reality. Uh, oh, there's a lot of lies going on right now. A whole lot of lies. A whole lot of lies with this political stuff. It takes about, there's a couple big lies that I recently looked up. And I'm not going to get into what they are, but they have to do with a lot of the big fires and all the burning and riot stuff that was going on. And I actually looked up the situations. I looked it up and I saw the actual footage of actual events. And I was like, are you serious? Is this really what people are getting wired up about? This is ridiculous. If you have any idea of what you think I'm talking about, look it up and decide for yourself. Don't listen to me. Question what I'm saying. Do the research. I guarantee you that you will find that there is a lot and a lot of BS and nonsense going on right now. But you really, really have to have to look at it and you have to take separate your feelings because right now we got a world just so focused on feelings other than facts, other than what's actually going on. So you really, really, really need to just question everything. But make sure you're not just being a skeptic to be a skeptic. Make sure you're being a skeptic to learn. And questioning doesn't mean that you're not learning from somebody else. It doesn't mean that you're not taking information in, but you have to take it in and measure it against other things to learn uh, to learn to learn something actually the one of the best books I read is also one of the most controversial books beyond good and evil by Frederick Nietzsche it questions 
everything, absolutely every. This dude is a genius, complete genius, complete, just the most genius dude I've ever read. A lot of the things that he says gets most quote misquoted, like the God's not dead or the God's dead quote. He's saying that God is dead because we have killed him and we took the morality away from the world. Look at the actual quote. And he's really saying, what are the consequences of us destroying God from our morality because God has carried us? He actually, when I read, when I read what he actually wrote, I was like, this makes me believe in God more. The things that he's questioning make me believe in something something more than just the physical because there's so many things we don't know. If you're in it, interested, just be careful. Be careful with what you read as well. I'm not saying don't read things. I, I read an awesome book, and I think I talked about it in my last podcast. It was uh, the, the Ayn Rand books, The Fountainhead, and the other one was Atlas Shrugged. They make some amazing, amazing, awesome points, amazing philosophical stuff, but very, very dangerous ideas if you're not strong enough to take different things in. And at that point in my life, I was not strong enough, and I kind of fell, I kind of fell into her little, uh, her little dialogues and objectivism, and I was trying to be an objectivist Christian, and I didn't know what the heck I was talking about. But I will tell you, there's some things that I learned from her that really, really helped me. One of the things that I'll just share it real quick. One of the things that I learned from her that I really liked is she was talking about how we date people, how we 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 will date a woman, a man or a woman will date a man of how they actually feel about themselves. So if you're dating a woman who's who's not a very good woman or you're dating a man who's not a very good man that's the love you feel like you deserve and it's a good way to kind of look at yourself in the mirror the next the next process or the next step was trim the fat any any anybody that you do not need in your life anybody who's not a good friend anybody who's 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 dragging you down pick your friends like you're picking your friends for your children or a loved one. Would you let your grandmother hang out with this person? Would you let your wife hang out with this person? Would you let your daughter in the future be around these people, these negative people, these people who are continuing to live in the slums or uh, abusing drugs or, or doing these terrible things? Pick your friends like the friends are the same thing as the girl thing I just said, the Anne Rand, the Anne Rand quote. The friends that you surround yourself with are the people that you feel like you deserve to be around. So that's another look at yourself. Why am I around these people? Dude, we are, we are so much more susceptible to outside influences than we think we are. And, and that goes for me or anybody. The, the more you hang out with a certain type of people, the more you're going to become like them. And the, the, the other part of that trim the fat is find worthy allies. Find people that you can align yourself with. Find people who are going to encourage you but not lie to you. Find people who are going to tell you the truth. Find people who, who may get in your face when you're doing wrong. One of the best, one of my best friends in prison, he's still in right now. He's done about 17 years and he's got, I think, 25 he he confronted me one day when I was being real negative and I was feeding into all this just negative crap. I had these friends who just complained about everything and ran, 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 ran. He kind of got in my face. He said, dude, this is not you. I know you and this is not you. And I'm going to tell you to your face right here in front of these dudes. And he did. And it was embarrassing. And I got mad. And I was like, I was like, dude, I don't know who you think you are. Don't talk to me that way. Blah, 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 blah. And the what what happened out of it is i really thought what he said because he was really my friend in the moment i was mad but i went and reflected on what he said and i was like man he's right that's my real friend he's fine i knew this i knew what i was doing was 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 
cowardly and, and, and just complaining and talking about others and all this stuff. I knew implicitly that. I knew it. But it took a real friend to confront me, to put his finger in my face and be like, you're better than this, and I know it. And he even said to those dudes right there, I said, I know you're not better than this. I know you're not better than this, but you're better than this. And the next day I came and, and, and I was like, man, uh, actually, he came and the kind of man he was is he came and apologized to me for the way he came at me. And I said, hold up, man. Do not apologize. You were right. Uh, and, and I really started getting emotional, man, because I was like, this is what a real friend is. And that really made me realize it. And, and so find people like that. Find people who, if you are pursuing something, who are going to tell you, you know what? I think you need some practice. You know what? I think that uh, one of my friends said that I say um and uh too much. And I'm sure I've said it in this podcast, but it really made me aware of it. And so I'm trying not to say that. And now it makes it harder to talk right now when I just realized I said that. The next thing was live the truth and tell the truth when when you're living the truth and when you're telling the truth you are unstoppable that goes with the last ones about finding friends who live the truth and tell the truth finding good allies when you live the truth it means you're not going to do anything that's fake you're not going to put a fake plastered smile on you're not going to tell somebody good job when you don't feel like it uh you're not going to you're just not going to do things that are not authentic the best thing that you can do is to be authentic do not tell lies don't don't tell people things that they just want to hear although intentions are good don't just don't do it because it, it starts building this tolerance for you that that makes you continue to live a life of lies we know when someone's being authentic watch those tonight shows man Jill, jimmy fallon man that dude makes me sick dude just absolutely sick Sorry to name drop somebody, not even sorry at all. That Every time I see this dude, he's just a little puppet on the stage, and, and he's just saying exactly what makes people, he's such a coward, such a little puppet, and he's just saying everything that may, that people want to hear, and his inauthenticity, it, it, it spills through the screen, and it just makes you cringe sometimes, and he apologizes for things, and he's just, you're like, dude, shut up, man. Like, you're not even a real person. You're just, you're just one of those people that, that someone else is controlling you're you're controlled by money don't let anybody ever purchase you i listened to a good podcast with my brother and this financial advisor i'll have to find who that was and they were talking about have enough money in your bank being the type of person that that has like a, a backdrop so that nobody can ever own you so when you have a bad boss and you got five thousand dollars in the bank and you have a, a decent resume nobody can tell you what to do nobody can tell you how like no one can put their thumb on you and be like hey you have to do exactly what i say or else you're gonna go and starve on the street when you have financial freedom when you have money when you have a good resume when you got a good rapport when you're a hard worker no one can really tell you anything because you know you could go anywhere and be an asset i'm not saying just run off and quit every job when you have a bad boss sometimes you got to put up with that stuff and learn how to stand up for yourself and set boundaries but there there is there is a time where you need to be like you know what i can't take this man uh thank you for the opportunity but you're just a terrible person you know in whatever way you say that and the last thing the number 10 was realign when you fail you know we're gonna fall we're gonna fail we're gonna hit rock bottom we're gonna hit some really hard times we're gonna run out of money we're gonna do this we're gonna do that but when you fail you got to get back up it's it's the, the the most easy hardest advice easiest to say hardest to live out when you when you fall on your face whenever First of all, when you're pursuing a vision, you're going to fall on your face. You're going to fail. Being a loser is not failing and it's not it's not being let me let me reframe that. Being a loser is when you don't try. 
Being a loser is not fit, trying and failing. Trying and failing is more on the side of being a winner because you're learning something from it. You're learning something from how you failed. So whenever you do fail, you, t you take note. Why did I fail? Why did I experience this? Why was this hard? Why couldn't I get back up? Why couldn't I do this? Why couldn't I do the thing I wanted to do? Realign yourself. This, this pursuing a goal is not a linear straight path. It's, it's you hit your, you hit one side and you're like, all right, I went a little too far left. All right. I went a little too far right, but you're still going forward in those left and right zigzags. You're still moving towards the path that you want, but you have to choose to keep living towards that. And even if you're so far left that, that, that you can't even see the, the road, you can still go towards the road. You can still go towards that goal, but you just have to start moving towards the thing that you wanted to do and pursuing that. And when you hit your face, and when you fall, you got to realize that's a part of the journey, that's a part of the process, and that's a part of life. All right, this is a lot different than, than the normal stuff I put out, but it just kind of was, was heavy on my heart. The last couple podcasts I recorded the other day, I accidentally deleted one. I thought it was really good, but I deleted it, and that's just what happens, and I got over it. But this is the podcast for the day. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy 2021. Don't let any of this nonsense right now drag you down. Don't even, don't even be involved with the nonsense. Be involved with taking responsibility for your life, being a better person, and helping those around you. Thank you guys, and I will see you next time.